When you guys aren't here, is I just play a song and I just fade it. Very good. For no one. Is, no well, one else it like, shows. It and shows. everyone else in the room, the song is over! <laughs> so, uh, we're, we're, I'm thinking, I'm thinking we're back. Oh, we're back. We're back. <laughs> this is the War on Pop Culture Podcast. Thank you, listeners. Hey. So, who we got here? Who we got? Who's in the studio? Who's listening? I thought you were asking, <laughs> who are the listeners? Go on, identify yourself. Where are it's me. Creepers out there, just listening right outside the door. What's up, Justin? What's up, Robbie? What's going on? That's all we got here today. Hi, Justin and Rob. <laughs> whoa, whoa, where, hey, where did you hey, come hey. from? Hi, I've been here. I'm the guy with the fade. <laughs> oh, oh, Mike. Mike the fade. Mike with the fade. <laughs> it's so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, it's been a while. We say that every time, though. It's so. Always so we're not sorry anymore. Busy, man. Yeah, honestly, we're not too no. sorry. We're not sorry. At all. <laughs> I'm just, you know what? I'm sorry I haven't seen Justin or Rob. That's, That's true. Yeah. That's the only thing I'm yeah, sorry about. Forget about you, <laughs> listeners. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we do care. We got a nice little podcast cooked up for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's cooking yeah. up nice and warm things. and hot on this cool autumn night. It's like a bowl of chili. Sizzling. Oh, got some beef and beans. Spicy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, uh, That's what we're going with. Yeah. Um, but as always, <laughs> as always, we have a spicy sponsor. Ooh, yeah. Who yeah. brought us here today? Yeah. To talk to you, fine. The only reason why we're still <laughs> podcasting right. is... Thank you. Thank you, sponsors, for mm-hmm. your continued support. Uh, the sponsor this week, the movie comes out in... Three hours, so boom, get boom, in boom. line. Where do you think we're going? Right after we are right in after line. the cast, <laughs> get in line. We're getting the red carpet treatment, you know. Always, right? You know, seeing our, us, that's how we do. That's our, how we roll. Our boy Butler, <laughs> Gerard. Gerard, where have you been, bud? So, uh, Gerard Butler and crew, um, they have this crew. great, There's great little crew. story that they're going to tell. Um, October twentieth. It's called Geostorm. It's about a storm. And the whole globe. About, yeah. And it looks awesome. Yeah. So, phenomenal. Phenomenal that's, film. That's the AW word. <laughs> that <I was> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, uh, I guess yeah, now, now a word from our sponsor. Right. Play a Storm. Geostorm. I get it. All right. So, how does how does it look? <laughs> That's actually a behind-the-scenes scene. That second part, um, a little conversation between the crew about the uh, the goodness of the the movie. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, it's it's gonna be one to really look out for this week. Yeah, yeah. you know, I'm excited. This weekend, wear a jacket too, or maybe you know, trunks. Who, I don't who know. knows how to dress to see a geostorm? Really, so. never experienced one, but I hear they're kind of nasty. Well, I'm gonna say a parka. 
Wear a park. Par- well, I don't have one of those. What do I do, Michael? <laughs> don't go to the movies. <laughs> that's that's, that's what I'm saying. Global phenomenon. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's... Uh, <laughs> G-O. A parka prepares you for all types of weather, so and if it's stuff. not too bad, take it off. Pop the parka that. off. <laughs> take park, it off. Park the parka. <laughs> park, park it down there. Park it down there. Park it down there, my guy. But um, but yeah, Jesus. Um, I know traditionally we have <laughs> what did you the. Say? Je- <laughs> <laughs> we traditionally have the star of the film come and interview this mm. week. Sorry to support you guys. He is um, across the globe promoting it right now. So understandable. He yeah. couldn't take this podcast by storm. <laughs> Maybe. But there might be other special look. guests throughout um, the hour. Oh, you never know. We we'll can only see. hope. You never know. We'll in my studio we'll bedroom, you never know who's coming. <laughs> a lot of strange characters come in and out of this bedroom. A lot of strange characters <laughs> in this bedroom right now. Don't I know it. Um, all right. Um, all right. A, lot, a lot's happened in the last few weeks True. since yeah. we were it's able to well. talk to you guys. Plenty. So Plenty full. We, we have a up. little segment called News beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, No, it's called... This just dude. Love the pose. You gotta strike that pose. Yeah, that was intense, right? That was my bane. Alright, so the first piece of news we got. William Billy Joel... And his wife, uh, Alexis Roderick, expecting their second child together. So, Billy Um. Do you know how old he is? He is 71. Years young. Actually, I have no 68. idea. 68. Oh, okay. So, yeah. That's pretty close. That. Pretty yeah, close. That <laughs> but also, uh, yeah, so it's going to be his, been with his wife for two years, have their second kid, so congrats to him. Good job, Bill. Yeah, if you see uh, old Willie, Willie Joel... <laughs> give him a good congratulations. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> makes me think about... Uh, about Billy Joel himself, because he's a bit old now, <laughs> and he even said once, "Only the good die young." So, so he's beating it. He sucks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, his words, not ours. <laughs> you said that, Billy. It had to be a big shoot in your word. Uh, sorry, sorry. Do you know where... <laughs> Mike, Mike's really aggressive. He's wearing contacts now. Do you now. know where Watch Alexa out. Roderick told him that this was <laughs> happening, that she was pregnant? What? At where? an Italian restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. You should have caught in your oh, head. Good. Yeah. <laughs> done. <laughs> done. It's uh, good. It's good. <laughs> um, not so... Congratulatory to Shia LaBeouf, who pleaded guilty to misdemeanor public drunkenness. Well, he like threw a this fit. Is still, this is still ongoing. Like, he just like finally like pleaded. Guilty. Oh, okay. Oh, I was, I was gonna say like again. Like I feel like this is it, all well, he does. <laughs> don't be surprised. It's <laughs> not an act. It's just a lifestyle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, would you go out for a night of drinking with Shy yes. in his current state? Oh, of course, yes. yeah. of course. That's that's. Due to be memorable. Oh, like, yeah. That, that do you, has... Do you know what set him off this time? People didn't give him a cigarette. Like, I guess he was bumming a cigarette, and they said no. And then he threw a fit. He's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he said, you know who I am? I was in holes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sam Ubicki is... Why? <laughs> All tough times. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, have so, you ever been there, though? Especially, yeah. like, drunk... And seeing people smoke cigarettes, see the full pack, you ask them for one, they, they give you a no. I wouldn't that's know what true. that's like, Michael. That's true. Sorry. Me either. <laughs> I, mean, I can understand that desire. 
Just make sure one of them isn't an off-duty cop. Cause yeah, because that's... That's, that's when you get in trouble. Shilabad. <laughs> I heard he had a bottle of red and a bottle of white. Right, <laughs> um, going from it's a Joel joke. <laughs> just in case. That had nothing to do with Shilabad. We're just so happy for the guy. Um, going from bad to worst... Even worse How bad? <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. Uh, accusers up to f- over 40 people. It was like one of the biggest, like, worst kept secrets in the biz, and, like the kind of person he was, but um, yeah, things just keep getting worse for him and probably uh, do for <laughs> all the shit he did to other people. Um, so, uh, yeah, he's like lost his, like, uh, um, he's been kicked from, like, well, he lost, he's got kicked from his own production company. And, like, people are cutting ties with them left and right. Rightfully so. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, don't do shitty shit <laughs> like that. Every day someone else comes out and oh, yeah. says all this, the horrible stuff this guy's done. Yeah. Um, and it, like, blows my mind. Just, like, obviously the list of people that are coming out and voicing, um, uh, inc- like, talking about incidents with him specifically, like, him affecting them. But like, then there's so so many other people that knew about it. Like, They're just like, <gasps> What? Like yeah. I never knew Hollywood was that what? bad. Yeah. And now it's like <laughs> it's ugly. Yeah. I just I, I didn't know that. I didn't know. That. Surprise. 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 Yeah. A lot of bad things happen yeah. in Hollywood. Yeah. Um but no, it is it is terrible. It's, it's terrible what's going on. Like Harvey sucks. That's all I gotta say about that. And Harvey Harry, uh, Which Harvey? All of them. Matt? <laughs> All of them. He has. Harvey. Harvey is not the new Hitler. You can't be named Steve Harvey. Made off Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> if you're Harvey, you know who you are. Listen. You know what you did. You know what you did. <laughs> just, just got something. Oh, gosh. Well, yeah. Why are you whispering? It? It? <laughs> um, um, right. But that's rough. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we're out of practice, everyone. <laughs> Things are, we go, you know? things are coming to us left and right. It's a constant <laughs> process. Um, going from a lot of people saying bad things about one person to one person saying something really bad about one person, Eminem released a hot, quote-unquote, uh, freestyle against President Trump during the BET Awards. Uh, have you guys heard heard the thing? Yeah, I have. I... I, like, I think people were just more excited that he was speaking against Trump, because, like, I didn't think it was, I, like, that crazy. People were like, oh, he destroyed him, and I'm just like, he just yelled at him a lot. Like, like I... Eminem has an entire six-minute song about raping and killing his wife. It's called Weinstein. No, it's called, it's called Kim. But, like, if you listen to Eminem, you've heard him say worse. Like, I, I think it's exactly what you said, is just everyone is really high on the fact that like some high profile I mean it's not even the case a lot of high profile musicians hate Trump but right. some people are just excited about Eminem coming back or something like, but like <laughs> he he was back like a year ago it's not like he it's yeah. been a long time since he's done anything hmm. um, I didn't think it was all that uh, I didn't, I was offensive like, or right. shocking it's Eminem right Right, right. Eminem has done a lot more offensive things I, I just yeah. want to know like what Trump supporter saw that and was like Eminem doesn't like Trump. What, what do you, what do you mean <laughs> this, this is surprising. Like Trump? <laughs> Man, everything about this guy burn. just screamed Trump. I'm gonna burn his albums <laughs> up until this freestyle rap. Like, 
I'm this is a game changer. Yeah, up until the BET Awards, I was with him. <laughs> like but after that. Honestly, yeah. if you're a huge Trump supporter, why watch the BET Awards? I don't right, think those right. two things go hand in hand with each other. I agree. That's, like, a, that's a mismatch right there. Yeah. <laughs> but, audience, but you never know. Yeah. You never know. Um, that was cool. Good job, Eminem. Yeah, go get him, man. I can't, I can't rap or <laughs> freestyle was, like that. So it's better than any freestyle I've ever seen. Yeah, right? I'll totally give him that. You know, really better. since like Eminem, since the the Eminem freestyle, I've seen a lot of articles like Eminem. Like a lot of people really hate him. Obviously, now a lot of people really love him, and they're like Eminem is he's uh, revolutionary. He paved the way for white rappers. Name another white rapper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honestly, For like good I, white rappers. I feel I like, like <laughs> if you really think about it, he destroyed any chance at any other white guy being a very successful white rapper because, like. They're like, oh, you're good. Are you Eminem good? Yeah. No, right, get, out get out of here. here. We're looking for the here. next Eminem. Yeah, I, got, I got Eminem. I don't need <laughs> you. Yeah. Like the only thing that comes close is Bubba Sparks, and he made Dirty 15 years ago. That's the last time you heard of Bubba Sparks. <laughs> True. It's yeah, true. It's good. Be Sparks, though. Yeah. Now, Bu- Bubba Sparks, I want to hear his uh, Trump freestyle. Oh, he's, he's, it's coming out soon, yeah. I hear. I hear it's coming out. This will garner a lot of uh, respect for me is if Trump like unleashed a freestyle back at Eminem and it was somehow better. That's would, what he should have. I would say two pays off to the man. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, some props. So, that... Come on, Donnie, make that happen. Orange, you're <laughs> glad he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Balls in his court, let's go. Yeah. Um, and also, going after Trump, Larry Flint, offering $10 million to anyone who. A lot of money. For information <laughs> that leads to the impeachment of President Trump. That's a lot of that's a lot of scratch. Yeah. Did he ever say that the information information had to be factual? Is that specific? Because we have plenty of information. Does, at this does it have to lead to him being impeached? Like, can you give dirt? No, but it has to. I think it has to lead. It has to be, be impeaching um, amount of dirt and shade. Because we okay. we know quite a few things about Donald Trump. Oh, quite a few. Yeah. We have sources up the wazoo. That's oh, just yeah. in segment right Tons here. Listen, we have the finest sources. Greatest. If you ever listen to our... our best. Watch my hands. You have to listen to our other podcast, Warren Politics, to get that (laughs) that information, but it's... It's dirty. Right, Warren Politics. Bubba Spock said it's dirty. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe there, find out the truth. (laughs) The secrets. Washington doesn't want you to know. (laughs) Like... I get the Larry Flint thing, like, using money as, like, an incentive, but, like, if pe- people really I think, hate yeah. the guy, like, I think it would come out I think passion for $10. is outweighing the money, and if it hasn't been done yet, it's not going to happen. <laughs> right. Someone's like, wait, $10 million? Yeah, he, uh... Fine, I'll try now. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll try. Now I'll try. Oh, now I'll say it. He stole my VCR. Oh, How dare he? Yeah. That jerk. Yeah. Seriously. Um, but yeah, and that's uh, that's what we got. That that's was just this in. just out. <laughs> oh oh oh. Um, so what do we got next? Um, A little gab in the gas. <laughs> well, we're we're gonna gab about the gas. Um, so you, you don't know what that means yet, but you're gonna you find out. Might it's know gonna now, be great. Maybe. Mike, what um, did you watch recently? Well, two weeks ago, actually last week, but it came out two weeks ago. A sequel that I don't know if you know. Pop culture, if everyone needed it, but some people really needed the sequel to happen, so it happened. Um, Blade Runner 2 <laughs> came out um, 35, 40 years after Blade Runner 1. Um, but the Goss, as we're going to refer to him, the Goss was in it, 
And uh, the goss killed it. And it got me thinking, and it got everyone else in uh, the, the room thinking, like, the goss. So wait, do you want to... do no wrong? Do you want to talk about Blade Runner now or later? I I think we can go into the goss. I'll, I'll give my, my two cents about uh, Blade Runner later on when okay. we're talking about other things. But, like, okay. Gosling. What do you guys think about him? He's Goss? the man. I think he's the man. <laughs> I love Gosling. Was he really good? This, so here's what I what what I've been doing when I've been looking over Gosling movies that I've seen. I'm mm-hmm. like, there's 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 a lot of different faces to this Ryan Gosling fellow. This guy. I personally like Gosling when he's super stoic, doesn't talk a lot. I mm-hmm. like the drive Gosling. I like the Lars Gosling. I don't really love the talkative Gosling. Oh, interesting. You know, I don't. I didn't. I thought he was fine in La La Land. But, like, I could have done without him singing and dancing. And if he really did play the piano, that was his main point. But, like, he, he talked a lot, a little bit too much in that movie, <laughs> you know? Okay. I don't like Fracture. I thought, I, I thought he was terrible in that. Um, and, like, I, I like the, the, the held-back type of Gosling where he shows us the character. He doesn't tell us what the character is doing or thinking. And I think he has a really good knack at that. And, but it's, it's hit or miss with me. It's hit or miss with me. My fa- I, Lars is easily... I, in, in my opinion, the best performance Gosling has ever gave. Lars and the Real Girl. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. It's like, it's like when <laughs> so you played Lars over What movie is that? That's good? actually Ryan Gosling. You didn't know that. That's, uh, that's a really good performance. Yeah. This whole time, <laughs> that's Ryan Gosling. So what kind of which Gosling did we see in Blade Runner? You saw your stoic Gosling. Like, really like the drive Gosling. Like, I want Gosling to have max like minimum. No, they have maximum like fifty words in a movie, and that's like that's where he shines. So, that's that's the Blade Runner twenty forty nine Gosling. Yeah, <laughs> is that for real? Yeah, he doesn't talk that much. I mean, that's like, a long movie. He has lines. But, right, no, I'm I mean, the movie. It is a very long movie. I guess I can go into it now. It's a very long movie. Um, did I think it needed to be two hours and 49 minutes? No. Could they've gotten away with cutting down a lot of scenes? Yes. But, um, but it's a very, the only way to really describe it, it's a very cool movie. It's like, vi- the, visually, oh, it is phenomenal. Nice. And what, Dennis... Denny Villeneuve, whatever his name is. I, awesome. I love this guy. He's so I good. I love this One guy. One of the best directors of our generation. So good. Um, okay. and he does a really good job of bringing this franchise that came out, well, wasn't a franchise, this movie that came out 40 years ago to life. Um, now, uh, modernizing it. He awesome. did a really great job. All the acting's superb. Um, and Gosling's really good in it. But is he, like, the, the heart of the movie? No, he's the face. He's on the billboards. But he's there's a lot more going on than Gosling. So what That's do you good. think, Justin, about Ryan Gosling? Um, yeah, so, like, the stoic... So you at least I, like him. I like, yeah, I, to be... Yeah, but I haven't seen a lot of his stuff. The one thing that I did really like him in was... Uh, was it The, the Nice Guys? Yeah, I loved it. Very good in that movie. And that's more the Tolkien Gosling, I think, that you're describing. Now, that, I think, entertains me more. Like, I like that side of him. But I do think, yeah, he's, like, in terms of, like, acting chops and his ability, that's not, like, the high, the peak of his ability. I think that's something he's very good at and it's very entertaining as, but maybe not necessarily tapping his true potential. So, like, yeah, in this, if he is that way in the new Blade Runner, I'm very excited to go see it. Um, and, like, I think he does that very well. So I do think like that's his bread and butter that can get him like awards and stuff. But I do I am enjoyed I do enjoy the uh the talkie side of it too. So. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I like my chatty gas. <laughs> I like I love uh So Justin mentioned nice guys. Is there yeah. any other type of chatty goss that you well, truly like? I, I 
before I go on to other ones, I do have to really focus on the nice guys because I wasn't I wasn't sold on Gosling until the nice guys. Until Honestly, the nice guys. That's I, interesting. I I've seen Lars the Real Girl. I really like that movie. I like Drive, though. I do feel like Drive is overrated. I feel like it's a bit overrated. Um, but I never realized how funny he could be until the nice guys, and then he's great in The Big Short. Mm-hmm. It's very, oh, yeah, yeah. very, very good role in the right. big short, um, and I liked him. Isn't he in uh, the, the Ides of March? Yeah, I was going to say Ides of March is my only like talky Gosling that I can get on board with, and he's great in that movie. I mean, it's not a great movie, but he's great in that movie. I liked La La Land a lot. Um, I fell asleep during that. You fell asleep. <laughs> I it sent you to La La Land, um, but I I do appreciate the. The movies were Gosling, you know, like your stoic Gosling, as you as you put it. But I do like him in these more comedic and chatty roles. That brings. Have you guys seen any of it when Gosling is on Saturday Night Live? No. Have you seen any of that stuff? Because like, no. it's just I, I always find it fun to see a somewhat serious actor, you know, like right. Gosling, like other actors that are just Tom serious, Hanks. do like. Because like you're you're right, he does have comedic chops. Yeah, Tom yeah. Hanks. <laughs> he does have comedic chops, and you kind of yeah. have to show it on Saturday Night Live. Like you're just being goofy and you're being made fun of, and you're doing it live, and you're literally just reading cards off to the side and seeing how well you can kind of you know pull that off and. I'm like, he doesn't do a great job, but he does a, a well enough job that I'm just like, all right, yeah, there's a good comedic side to him. Even in um, his role in Crazy Stupid Love, I thought he was fantastic. And, like, it obviously, he's not like going to really showcase his acting chops, but I'm just like, man, he is funny in this movie. And he's like, just general, he just seems like a genuinely likable guy. And so, I don't, I don't know. That movie is like such a, in, in, because I haven't seen it. Which one? Crazy Stupid Love. I thought we talked about it. No, I haven't seen it. I saw like ten minutes of it and I liked it, but I didn't I've never finished it. And it's a movie that everyone tells me I would enjoy. Maybe that was it then, yeah. I would really enjoy that movie. So I I have to check it out, but I would say like I always viewed Gosling as the guy from the notebook. Well that was And I've never seen the notebook, so I always like (laughs) who is this? I in a way I equated him and now like it's blasphemy even saying this, but like in my mind he was like Robert Pattinson. He was in a sappy mm. love story that uh, everyone liked, and that's what I thought Gosling was good for. I think, yeah, I mean, Pattinson's no. fall, downfall was that he was in a franchise that made him this type of like teen heartthrob icon. While I, I kind of throw Gosling and like Leo into the same category because they had one movie, Notebook and Titanic. That like girls went ape shit over, and yeah. they're they're very attractive gentlemen. I'll say that right now, yeah. very attractive gentlemen. And but then they made a real, <laughs> they made such an effort to, you know, run away from that scene, run away from. They didn't want to do any. They could have done like romantic comedies for the rest of their life, make and so much fine, money, yeah. Yeah. like fine. Yeah. But like you know. Leo was doing really challenging roles, and like I think Gosling's next movie might have been Half Nelson, where he plays a crack addict teacher. Like it's crazy to think about that, okay. and he got a, an Academy a, uh, Oscar I, nomination. I for haven't it. seen that, so and I haven't seen that, and I haven't seen Blue Valentine. Oh, well, yeah, if you want to really de- be depressed, that's why I haven't seen it. So <laughs> he is the in most sad depressing movie. movie I've ever seen. It's like yeah. oh. Skip. Sign yeah. me up for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's arguably like top five most depressing movies I've ever seen. Blue Valentine. But yeah, you know he's he's great in that. But it's it's interesting to kind of foresee or project someone's career when you're 
when you have a movie kind of like that's so big like Notebook or even like like we said Leo with Titanic like they could have easily yeah. went down a sure. different path no you're absolutely honestly like I, I was very young we were all younger when Titanic came out but like I I didn't think Leo if you would have asked me in like no. 98 oh, yeah, yeah. like do you think Leo's going to be the biggest movie star on the yeah. planet in 20 years that I'm makes like, amazing no. movies no there's yeah. no way he's the guy that died on the boat yeah, yeah. Shakespeare yeah. 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 yeah oh yeah of course yeah. it's true it's true it's yeah. really really true um do we think Gosling will get an Oscar in his career or no I would you know what? Yeah. You know what's going to wind up happening with Gosling is he's never going to have that movie that like really shows off like his acting ability, like that he kills it in. So he's going to make another movie like La La Land 15 years from now, and it's going to be a, mo- a year where there's not a lot of good movies coming out, and he's going to get the all right. We'll give you the nod, right? Because you're like Ryan almost Gosling. like the Lifetime Achievement yeah. Oscar yeah. award yeah. type of thing. Yeah, like, that's he'll get that. you're due, so you're going to win this. Because like, come on, even if you look at the. Um, What's the movie that Leo just won it for? Revenant. The Revenant. All right, I'm not denying that Leo's great in the movie, but I'm sure we can. None, no one I know says the Revenant is my favorite. We did. Right. right. We did a whole Leo bracket, and that was not our number one performance. So, like, I feel like he got it for the Revenant just because the Academy's like, all right, enough's enough. Give it to this guy. It happens a lot. Yeah, definitely happens a lot. Gosling will eventually get that. I think. I think he wait. So do you you don't are you saying you just don't think he'll win an Oscar for it, or do you think he'll never even get a chance to have like a uh, Forrest Gump or like some? No, I'm sure he'll have his role. Oh, okay, but okay. It, it might be some really far out or abstract role where like the Academy won't buy it as much as like you know a very crowd pleasing role would, and he'll get it for like I don't know, he'll get it on an off year. Mm. That that that's just my prediction. I don't know. Just take my prediction for what it is. Yeah, what do you think, Justin? Um, no, I think he will be offered that role. I think, but it's kind of like if you're saying like all things be equal, sure. But like, I don't know. I think he will have a movie that could be like the best, like hands down, the best movie of the year, and like just clean up. That just go with, yeah, yeah. I think he'd be eventually. You think he's going to get that like yeah sweet um, sweet role? And like yeah, there's always you know one offs that could have like you know somehow trumpet in in like one fat like maybe he just doesn't get it himself or like the movie gets it. He doesn't get you know best lead actor or something like that I could see that maybe but like I do think he'll get that role that role in that because he's still pretty young relatively right yeah he's young yeah so like if he's like a younger Leo there's a time you know Hank's gonna be out Leo's gonna be out like Paul Dano's gonna be out Paul Dano yeah yeah (laughs) I mean, he'll just be we'll have that discussion we'll be day. resting on this bed <laughs> of him so. <laughs> <laughs> so I yeah I think I think we'll get that role but yeah we'll I mean I hope so because yeah. he is obviously a great one of the most talented young-ish actors Rude I mean boy. even when he was mid-twenties like everyone's just like here here's the next big up-and-coming actor that's going to just absolutely kill it and but you're you guys are right with like he's kind of selective in what roles he chooses and it might not be the flashiest to win the oscars and i feel like he might have to sell his soul to the devil just to win an oscar well that's what leo did for the revenue unless like you said it's it's gonna be an off year and everyone's just like man he has like you know all all these all this recognition he's only been nominated twice though to be fair only been nominated Mm -hmm. twice um, Leo has been was nominated like five times before he won and stuff like that. So he does have a little way to, ways to go, but I I hope he gets it. But I'm not I'm not obviously I'm not sure. You know. You know it could be a situation too where the ship already sailed. Like I as I said I've never seen Half Nelson, but I remember he was one of the favorites to win that year. 
and I think what hurt him is because he was so new. Yeah. You know, Oscars, they're all, you know, old white people. They're like, you got to make your due, and, you know, pay your due, and then you're going to win type of thing. I think what yeah. could have hurt him, too, is you think about it, like, oh, The Notebook Guy? Yeah. yeah I'm not giving right. my... I'm not going to watch that movie. Yeah, that's yeah. a movie that no one saw, too, kind of, you know, in a way. Yeah. You know, he obviously gave a great performance, but, yeah, you know, a lot of, a lot of things against him, but... You know, Gosling, we know you're listening. Yeah. So we have We're some advice for you, for you, you. you know. I think I think you should just you know, if you really want that award, you're just gonna have to take that that the soul of yours and just kinda plop it down into the depths of hell and just win that uh, Oscar. Get that gold for you, baby. Based yeah. off the types of roles we like you in, Ryan, you should pick a, a role <laughs> where you don't talk a lot, but also talk a lot. Yeah. A balance of the <laughs> and two. find a balance. There's gotta yeah. be a balance, right? It's yeah. gotta be a golden balance. Maybe like have the first time. half of the movie you talk a lot and then you lose your voice. <laughs> It'd be you like go. a silent movie. The second half will be a silent movie like the 19 whatever early days. <laughs> yeah, of film. That's true. With captions and this and It'd be great. Yeah. that one. Yeah, that's so you hear you hear us, right? You know, we got your back, so we're rooting for you, bud. Yeah. Go get him, guys. Only right. he came to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> no, we could. Come on, you know, we, we can't, can't afford that. We like don't God. have that Larry Flint money. We had that, <laughs> he's not, and he's not British. <laughs> so, like, we had that misunderstanding. That's, with that's with also <laughs> playing against our. Uh, we were this close. We, we had that misunderstanding with his uh, agent, and it just become line updates. Exactly, scheduling issues. You know, yeah, definitely. Next time. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> All right, where After are we going? <laughs> We're going into some groovy music. Groovy. Um, so, <laughs> you know, one we always talk about all all aspects of pop culture, all all the aspects of cast, media. Yeah. But I will say that the one that gets, <laughs> gets overlooked, the... gets pushed to the side, is music, and it's only because we're older. We're <laughs> we're not. Well, I also think it's because music. Like, none of us really... Li no one listens to the same music. Like, it's, it's impossible. But we all listen to a lot we of We listen to similar songs. music, yeah. but when we, when we discussed this topic, I don't think we had, like, any more than, like, two, like... Overlaps. Overlaps. And and that, that's fine, but it's also, I... You know, we've talked about this in the past, too, is, like, as they get older, I find it's harder to get into to a lot of new music, or I don't really appreciate a lot of the new music as much that that's coming out, but... The last two months, oh, I have been wrong. <laughs> there's about like 15 albums in the last two months that have come out that I'm loving so far. So it's a musical renaissance, renaissance. for us over at War of Pop Culture. Break Huzzah! Bring out your lutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. Well, since you're so passionate, so what are some albums that you've been listening to that has really enlightened your eardrums? Well, all right, my... My two favorites so far, um, and this isn't saying the, the other ones I'm going to mention aren't my favorite, the ones that are on the heaviest rotation, are the new Queens of the Stone Age album is fantastic. They got a little, like, it's very rockish, it's very bluesy, but at the same time, his vocals, he's kind of like this croony lounge singer on this album, he's got a little <laughs> touch of the bowie on it, um, on some songs, it's just all over the place, but I feel like as a, like, if you like rock music, which I know is a very and like broad yeah. but if you like rock music, I if you like guitar music. driven music, yeah. there is absolutely no way you would dislike this album. Um and the complete opposite of that, <laughs> also an alternative band, um, but Grizzly Bear. So Grizzly Bear has always been this like shoegazy band. There's a lot of sounds going on. 
you don't really know what's making a lot of these sounds, but it's very, <laughs> it's very. Uh, there's a lot of harmonies, but the new, the new Grizzly Bear album, and I'm a huge Grizzly Bear fan. Like I'll go as far to say, current bands, they're in my top three. Wow. The new Grizzly Bear album is by far, yeah. I'm gonna Ooh, stick with by far, by far their best album. Wow. I love this album. Um, every single song has its own poppy harmonies to it. Um, I describe it as like. Picture the Beach Boys if they were on Prozac, if they were really <laughs> sad. Um, but that's the new Grizzly Bear album, and it's I love great. It. And especially uh, this fall fall weather, oh, nothing yeah. goes better <laughs> than this poppy sad music that I've been listening to. I gotta check um, this out now. You just sold so me good. on yeah. the new it's Grizzly so Bear. Good. Like, Ten gums. Ten gums. Ten gums. Ten gums. Gums also does music too. Obviously. Yeah, honestly, like <laughs> obviously, I'll go as far to say, like for me, I know, like critically. No one's going to go as far to say that both these albums are perfect albums, but for me, what I listen to, yeah. they're both tens. Both That's what ten it is. Gums. <laughs> like, I, I love both okay. these albums so okay. far. Um, totally. Nice. And I mean, I can go a lot more, but I don't want to hide the spotlight, so Rob. Right, so I've been listening to some new-ish music, maybe not the past two months, but um, a couple albums that I really have been enjoying recently has been Father John Misty's new album, uh, Pure Comedy. And I honestly am late to the train of Father John Misty, so I haven't listened to his his uh, previous things up until recently. And um, but yeah, it's just like something about it, something about him. <laughs> it's just like so freaking <laughs> awesome. And pure comedy is just such. I don't know. I don't. Again, I have to listen to more of his past stuff. But like, if 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 a lot of his past stuff is like pure comedy, I'm I can't wait to listen to it. It's just. Something so satirical, but also so like elegant with his lyrics and the music. And he did a performance on Saturday Night Live that was just awesome. And that kind of sold me on it. And um, yes, yeah, so I've been listening to him. Fun fact. <laughs> I've been li- I was listening to a podcast. And Wynn Butler on Arcade Fire was on a basketball podcast because he loves basketball. Wins. And he's really good at basketball. He's so good at yeah. basketball. He just won the, the MVP for the celeb, celeb game. And he's like, uh, he's there every year. Like, okay. literally every year. He said he broke records at the celeb game. <laughs> so he so they asked him, like, so we know like, you're really good at basketball and things like that. Like, who is surprisingly good at basketball out of, like, you know, your your music people that you know? So like, he's like, it took him a while, but he was like, you know who is actually can can ball Father John Misty can ball <laughs> and oh, I look at Father John Misty I'm like there's no way that guy can ball so I'm really surprised that he said that maybe but, he meant like for his looks <laughs> as good as you no, think he was he like, might be he's, he's legit was just like me and my brother can take on two and two anyone in the music business but you know who can ball Father John Misty he won't beat me but he's really good <laughs> I thought that was hilarious um, that I've been listening to the new uh, Lord album Melodrama very very good um, I have to give it a couple more deep listens, but it's just like from from the from from the top, it's just top bottom. It's really really solid. It's an easy album just to play from start to finish. And uh, the brand new album, Science Fiction, came yeah. out a couple months ago. I, uh, it's growing on me because brand new. Whenever they have a new album, it takes kind of a while for it to grow on me because I have uh, such high expectations, especially this album, first album in eight years. So yeah. I'm like, all right, this better explode my world, but it isn't. <laughs> but no, it, it is really, really solid. But I hate you for telling me that thing about the... the <laughs> you hear it now, right? I finally hear it, and I never realized it until you said that. And now I'm just like... Every, every single time I hear it, I get, I get mad now. <laughs> I mean, that's a great song, though. But that that one part is just—it like, just makes me chuckle now because of that. Um, do you like that album? I, 
uh, same as Rob, it's taken me a long time, a lot of lessons to get into it, but I'm finally getting into it. Um, which, you know, like, some people... I, I used to never be that way. Like, if I didn't like a, an album the first listen, I'd write it off. But because it's brand new and I've loved brand new for so long, I, was, I couldn't just completely yeah. disregard it because the first listen, I didn't like it. Um, I enjoy it. I don't think it's as good as their other albums, which a lot of people have saying. Like, a lot of people put it on par with uh, Devil and God. But definitely not. And that's jib-jab, in definitely my opinion. Not. But um, but it's good. It's definitely good. I really, really like the song "Out of Mana." Mm. Love that mm. song. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I like, I, I like it. And you know what I like <laughs> yeah. about it too? I like this. Is the uh, the the lyrics, the lyrical, the lyric content is um. You know, it's brand new, so it's sad. But it they they tackle a lot of things and they reference a lot of things on this album which they never did before. In the past, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I dig it. I dig it so far. I'm I think there's just so many strong songs. There are a good handful, like three or four, kind of weakish songs. But there's a lot of strong songs, and like I, in my opinion, their stronger songs are like the quieter songs. Like I love that stuff. Like yeah. I, I love even like the, the from the first to batter up and you know let them up. Like batter up, so good. so good. And sometimes those songs just like kill it for me. And they really bookended the, the album very well. Um, yeah, so those kind of have been the the albums I've been listening to. Uh, yeah, so I have one, um, you might be able to guess it, but uh, LCD came out with a new oh. album. I actually... <laughs> you mean this? Yeah, there it is. <laughs> actually, um, I have two. Take oh. it, that's yours. I know, <laughs> actually, I know you, you kids love your compact <laughs> yeah, discs. Yeah, yeah, I didn't do it without this one. There yeah, is an exchange so. of CDs yeah. going on right it's now. It's a poster. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> we, went, we, we turned the tables back 15 years um, right there, buddy. So I gave this a listen. I Honestly, nothing really stuck out at me. I think I had other stuff from my mind, and I was like playing in the car or whatever, so like I didn't give it right, a good. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I was holding it for the studio audience. <laughs> um, displaying it. No. Uh, you should have so, a studio audience. Yes. Next, we got we got, a, we got an audience here. Some turtles, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So uh, that I have to give a re-listen. But I, what I did since I haven't listened to much new stuff is I was going to bounce them off you guys. See if you guys have listened to them, let me know what you think. So okay. um, the first one you played, the opening was off of a St. Vincent's new uh, Mass Seduction. What so, do you think? So it came out last week, and because I've been bombarded with a lot of other albums, I haven't given it its proper due, but fair, fair. I've heard about Force... I, first off, I love St. Vincent. I feel yeah. like with this album, she's getting a lot more attention than she's ever gotten before. People are really starting to recognize her to being the artist that she is. Yeah. I, I've been a, a fan of hers for a very long time, um, but for every song I've heard so far on the album, I've liked a lot. Okay. But I haven't heard it, like, track one to the end to sure, give you sure. a yeah. good... Yeah, I'm review. really pumped to listen to it, but, yeah, I haven't I haven't given it a listen this yet. This rating system I'm looking at, I give it an 88, and that seems pretty high. No, me. it's I'm getting, like, yeah. critically... Um, critics will right, are all right. agreeing that it's, it's really good. I'm excited. Okay, all right. One that seems less critically acclaimed, the, the saga continues from the Wu-Tang Clan. Have you heard that? I heard the first... I heard, well, the single... Oh, okay. And the single sounds like 1994 Wu-Tang, which got me excited. But I also did see the critic reviews, and maybe that's the only song on the whole album that sounds like 1994 Wu-Tang. Right, right, right. Okay. But the single's good. Yeah. Okay. I haven't heard, so... Down like again. the single. Again, apparently... Just listen to the single is what I'm going for right now. Okay. Um, and the last one I was thinking about, uh, Wolf Parade's Cry, Cry, Cry. 
That, mm-hmm. that I haven't checked no, out. No, 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 it's got 81. Oh, that's one I'm excited to Solid. Download listen to. So, yeah. I mean, anything you want to just rap, rapid fire before we uh, oh, end I this could, one? I could rapid fire a lot right now. Um, L- LCD how. American Dream is great, yeah. but there are a few songs on there that are like... Actually, there's two songs on the album that are 10 minutes long that do yes. not need to be 10 <laughs> minutes long. At all, like they could be three minutes long. I get the gist. He took the live version and just made it a studio version. Oh, we needed ten tracks. (laughs) Hold on, I got some. (laughs) Got like a bag. Ten minutes left. Okay, I got this. Bag of tape. Overall, (laughs) is it good? Yes. Um, Is it as good as like Sound of Silver and the old stuff? No, but they did a very good job on the new album. Um, I've listened to Kurt Vile and Courtney Barnett. So they're two like indie rock, love Courtney Barnett people. They made an album together and. Surprisingly, it works. Like mm-hmm. both of their musical styles together in this folky, like strange. Who's the first one? Court, uh, Kurt Vile and Courtney Barnett. Yeah. Kurt Vile is very, uh, very popular for his redundant lyrics. Like I was sitting there lonely, all lonesome by myself. Like that's like those are Kurt Vile. <laughs> was Kurt just here? Yeah, right yeah. over that. That was Kurt Vile. <laughs> was Kurt just here? Later, Kurt. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they uh, they made an album together. Cool. It's very good. Um, I've also been listening to the new Beck album, which mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. it sounds like Beck tried to make like an album to hit like the top of the okay. uh, Billboard 200. There's some really good songs, or there's some songs that like Beck, why, why did you do this? <laughs> um, <laughs> why? But but the good song, like the the highlight tracks, the top tracks are definitely worth checking out. Um, and I know I've been listening to a lot of Car Seat Headrest, but I think I talked to them, uh, talked about them on podcasts before. But their album that it came out like many months ago at this point, but it's fantastic. Um, I think that's it. I don't want to keep hogging hogging spotlight, but that's uh, fine. I mean, like, like you kind of go ahead. The new Tyler the Creator is critically acclaimed, and I don't get why. That's one I'll say. Like that. Uh, that's one I mean, that kind of like Tyler. Like, I like Tyler the Creator ago, a lot. Yeah. A lot. It came out like I think in like July okay. or August, yeah, 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 and I just got a chance to to check it out. But uh, yeah. like, not it. I like his other stuff yeah. so much more. The other yeah. stuff's a lot more I grittier. I don't. I don't really get why it's getting huh. as big of a deal. A big of reviews. Right. Right. Yeah, I agree. Right. But like you were saying with the grizzly bear thing, like it's it's autumn. I've just been like. I just have folk on like nonstop. Listen, Grizzly Bear know. is. I gotta perfect. listen to that now. Perfect for right. I gotta what listen about to that. that new Fergie? I'm surprised you haven't uh, reviewed <laughs> that new Fergie. I haven't got a chance for it yet. <laughs> you know what I got on this? 53. <laughs> <laughs> so it's better than half. Yep. So yeah, that's what we've been listening. Check to. it out. Oh, on the new. Uh, I know not a lot of people listen to this guy anymore, but I still do. I stay true to my roots. The yeah. new Marilyn Manson is oh. very good. Oh yeah, it's very good. <laughs> so all right, he says right. Satan a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, yeah. so we're going to segue into a TV show that we have all watched and just yeah. just finished watching just it. Watched what is that? Press. Ozark. Ooh. The uh, Missouri region Ozark. crime <laughs> <laughs> crime area of funny talking people. Ozark. Ozark. Sounds is how you say it there. Mozart. <laughs> Mozart. <laughs> Mozart. 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 Mozart.
Alright, so Justin recently watched it. I watched it maybe a month or so ago. Mike watched it maybe like two or so months ago. So we're going to have some very interesting uh, yeah, comments yeah. about this. So I know it's a show. <laughs> so Justin, kick us off. Tell us like um, what you thought about it. Just just well, overall. So I know like hitting... Are we spoiling, spoiling this? Yeah, I think... We're spoiling this. You haven't seen Ozark? Press pause, watch it, come back. I'll try my best not to. No, you can spoil yeah. it now. We, right, we just well, did the disclaimer. Did the disclaimer. <laughs> we're good. Um, just the character... So, okay... Coming into it, thought it was supposed to be a lot like Breaking Bad, and in some ways it was. Seeing like you know the main character go dark, except in this like he was always pretty much dark. You just didn't know right away. Um, but uh, yeah, I've liked all the characters from it. Um, you know more so I think than like something like Breaking Bad, where like there's some characters where it's just like why is this person here? Like I feel like all the characters have the roles um, and we're doing shit. Um, so yeah, I liked uh, the scene that the, the setting, rather, of the, like, the rural area, um, like I said, the characters were good, um, yeah, I, it, I was impressed by it, uh, I don't know. No connection uh, I just made? What's that? Jason Bateman plays a character <laughs> whose initials are MB, and his family is dysfunctional, and <laughs> is involved in some shady dealings. True. Is it Ozark? Or Michael, yeah. believe that. <laughs> maybe, maybe Arrested Development is just when they go into witness protection, and, and this uh, is the way yeah, it's a continuation, obviously. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I thought it was like really gritty uh, graphic. I like that, you know, that edge to it. Um, I was really intrigued by the uh, the young. I forget the family's name, but the the misfit family with all the criminals. Um, I think she is a very interesting character. We were talking about it earlier. Um, kind of where her story left off, where she saved Marty uh, from, you know, possible doom. or And you just kind of wonder, is, like, is that, like, a heartfelt, like, oh, like, you know, she said, oh, I couldn't let them kill you or something like that, or I couldn't let them kill him. And it's, like, is that because, you know, she needed to protect what her end goal is, which is to, like, do what he's doing and kill him? Or is it, like, does she, like, actually care about him? So, um, I don't Is this set for more seasons or not? Yes. It, it's got renewed already. So okay. they're at least making okay. one more season. Good, good. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where her character goes. Um, you know, she killed her own family to, to protect them. So um, I think that's really interesting. I think this family in the woods, up in the mountain, the hills, that, that the, the local drug lord family, they're, like, really back and forth. Uh, I feel like sometimes they're, like, really, you know, harsh, and they're like, oh, we'll do anything... But then, like, at the end of it, they're like, oh, Marty, they're, like, joking around with him. I'm just like, wait, like, a second ago you were going to kill that guy. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's weird, some of the things like that. But, um, I don't know, from what you guys remember, what you, were your likes and dislikes? I mean, I, I enjoyed the uh, the entire show a lot. I thought, um, what's what's the name of the lead actress on the show? I'm, can, Laura can, Linney. Laura Linney yeah. does a really good job on the show. Yeah. Um, I was shocked to see Bateman pulling off such a dramatic role as well as he did. I th what's the name of the misfit girl? Rose? Rose? Ruth. Ruth. Ruth, yeah. She, I, I don't know who this actress is, but I thought she did a very good job on the show. Um, you know, my memory is a little bit foggy because I, you know, the problem with binge watching shows is once <laughs> you see them all real rapid fire and then you <laughs> like them and they're over yeah, and then, <laughs> you know, you wait for the next year. But um, I did enjoy it a lot. It's just I can't. You know, my memory is not as clear about the show as it was you know, two months ago. But I did really like it. Yeah, I think I think overall it's a very enjoyable season and a show in general. Um, like you guys already hit upon. I, in my opinion, I thought Ruth was the strongest character and the strongest act 
acting performance of the first season. She, I only know her from uh, a plot line in The Americans that she had, and I, like, I liked her on The Americans, but it was a very minor role, um, maybe like an eight, eight, eight episode story arc. But when I saw her here, I'm like, I thought she just killed it. Yeah, she, she did a really absolutely good job. killed it. I mean, I understand Bateman. Yes, great job at what he did. Great performance, but I feel like it was like. A juicy role written for him just to be this type of character. It was like it's almost yeah. easy for him to be like. It's almost easy for people to be like great performance, Bateman. But because it, it's such a juicy role, I feel like yeah. a quieter role like Laura Linney and Ruth's character is is a lot harder to act. And I think they did a great job. I think they underused Laura Linney, um, but I hope they they kind of like let her free a little bit in her in her uh, abilities and her character next season. I didn't love the family. <laughs> Which one? Uh, the, 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 bird? the birds family. Like, um, I get it. You know, I think it's a real big downfall from the get go when you're going to compare it to a show like Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that it is at all the same because it's not the same. It's similar, but it's not the same. Mm-hmm. But when you compare it, or like, when you like, kind of just like start from the get go, hey, this is like if you like Breaking Bad, you should check out this new Netflix show. Like, you're do- you're almost doomed. You're dooming it. Yeah. And I so. It's it's almost impossible for me not to compare Breaking Bad to Ozark when that was like the from from the front it was like boom the new Breaking Bad and this is not the new Breaking Bad right. like this is so far from yeah. being a Breaking Bad type of show. Well, the the plot is very similar. It's a, the plot, right, it's I the, it's but it's, I get what you're saying. The expectations of like if you say that something's like oh it's like Breaking Bad, check it out. You'll like it. Be like I just saw this movie. It's really good, kind of like Shawshank Redemption. You should yeah. check it out. It's <laughs> this little movie, called Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, and and I don't know, I don't know. Just because they did that, it was almost like I was watching it with more of a, like an analytical eye. I'm like, hmm, where where is this show going wrong? Type of thing, and it is very like weak thematically. I think that it, it is very weak in its writing compared to obviously Breaking Bad, but you can't, I, you shouldn't compare it to Breaking but, Bad, one of the best shows ever. But what about this? Compare it to Breaking Bad season one. Because it's season one of Ozark. Breaking right. Back season one is. I mean, everyone my, does agree it is a dud. It is a dud, but in my opinion, I love character development in shows, in the strongest of shows. The best shows out there in history has great character development. I feel like right. Ozark has zero character development. The entire season. I wouldn't uh, say that. Uh, I, I, in what my about opinion, Ruth? What about Ruth? Dude, they had the whole episode, and that was one of my favorite episodes, was when they looked back on like how they got to where they were. Right. Yeah. But that's not like, character development. That's This character is already doing this, and we're just showing you in certain sparks that we want to show you. It's like he's not being developed. It, it already has happened from the first episode. But I think uh, you're comparing it too much to breaking your expectations again, again, back I, now because I'll take it that is fault. season one. Exactly. I'll it's take that se- fault, but... You know, well, like okay, I said, about- I'm watching it in the eye that, like, oh, this is the new Breaking Bad. I want to see one of the best character-developed shows of but history. About, no, I don't think that's necessarily true. What about Ruth, okay? In the beginning, it was her idea. She's like, oh, I'm going to kill this guy. And then at the end, it seems like, oh, maybe she's, like, actually cares about him now. Uh, granted, we don't know that. But, I right. mean, like, that's some character development. It I is. feel like she's and- kind of grown a family. And- you see the the young boy of the, fam- of the yeah. bird family? He goes from like this quiet, meek little kid to like he's got a gun and he's ready to shoot people. Like, um, 
I mean, I just think considering the span of how long this, uh, how long was the ten the, ten episodes? No, no. I mean, oh. what was the timeline though? In this? I think like two months, three two months, months. Yeah, I think they did some pretty good development of characters. They got they that one guy got gay. Or, no, I guess he was gay, but he like came out as gay. Oh, well, he came yeah. out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, not he did, yeah. He doesn't publicly, but like you know that became a thing for him. So like I don't know. It's just I well, feel like Laura Linney develops a lot on the show, and I mean, again, I saw. It's it's ridiculous. I saw it two months ago. It's a little fun, <laughs> but um, but like even in the first few episodes, she's this very concerned, very frantic um woman that like frantic wife just trying to do her best to I wouldn't say avoid the situation, but you know try to get out of the situation. Um, and then she kind of, you know, not she kind of pulls a Skylar of Breaking Bad. She she embraces and like, how are we going to yeah, get through this together? Home. Exactly. When she offers to pay for the wedding, she's like, we own a funeral home. Now. I mean, but she like, was already in on this from the beginning. She wasn't. No, she was. She wasn't doing stuff herself. Yeah, she, she wasn't. wasn't she but was, like, she, she, wasn't, but she wasn't doing anything against it. Yeah, but so now she's actively doing. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I don't. I, again, I don't. I don't think it was a big jump. I don't think there was huge Ooh. character development. You know, in in a in a in a. 10-hour-long, you know, first season. Yeah, but what are you expecting in a 10-hour-long Again, again, season? again, okay. I'm, I'm, again, I'm going back to comparing it to Breaking Bad, and yes, Breaking Bad first season was the weakest season, but there was, what, also what I loved about Breaking Bad was that it was, like, legitimately funny the first season. It was an odd couple compare, pairing of Walter White and Jesse, and it was, like, it was so, like, joyful to watch them work together and yell at each other and bitch at each other and try to develop this thing together. And, like, thematically, having Walter White's character just, like, so pissed off at the world because he can't control his fate and he's trying to, he's trying to at least grasp the last straw of things that he can control. Like, and Marty Bird just having this, like, main character being like, yeah, I'm just, I, I already broke bad. I, I'm just going to do this. Just because I want a lot of money, you know, I, I, like he was already bad. He yeah, has he zero was, character. Development. He was bad, but he wasn't bad. Like you're gonna die. Like he thought he was okay. pretty safe with the what him and his partner established. He didn't think it was gonna get to the point where his family was gonna get murdered. Right, yeah. and he still kind of is in the same boat. I, mean, I feel. I don't think he's changed any at all either. I just don't. Are you kidding me? At the end of the season, what did he do? Are you really saying that the situation in the beginning of the season is the same at the end of the season? Like he didn't. He's just making excuses from the beginning to the ending of how to save his family. His, his family was going to die in the first season, the I mean, first episode, and it was going they were going to die in the tenth episode. And he just found out a way to to, to fix that. Or I'll say, like, I think he's one of the least lesser developed uh, characters. But um, I don't know. I mean, I still think he's going places. Like, at the end, he was like, uh, he broke my heart, and it seems like he's opening up more emotionally to his wife than he was at the beginning of the season. So, like, he might be, it might be, like, reverse, where he's kind of toning down, maybe a little bit, as, you know, I don't know. I mean, he's getting deeper, I guess, in with what he's doing, but he's, in terms of becoming a deeper character, I think that's a possible place that it can go. Um, I think he'll start getting his hands more dirty, too, because, you know, now he's, like, in between this, gonna be in between this war, I think, that's gonna, that will happen the next season. Um, but, yeah, I think he's developed one of the lesser developed characters of the show, but I still think there was some good character development throughout the season. Dude, first episode, he hated his wife because he caught her cheating on him. At the end, he's like, you know what? Even something as major as this, I have to let this go, and I have to stop getting fixated on him because, like... We need to work together, or our family's gonna die. Well, also, 
like you find out like bits about like how when when they got the fake documents uh, for the new life to start, she was like, "Oh, when did he set this up?" And she said, "And he said the day after you guys left." Mm-hmm. So like you kind of find out more layers to him that like maybe he does care about his wife more than you know he saved her and earlier and maybe he does care more about her. So like. Well, I was going to say, because I don't want to keep... Because, like, we're going to keep comparing it to, like, the greatest show of all time, and that's unfair. (laughs) That's like me saying, like, try this drink. It's... It's um, as good as Scissor. It's like Louis the 16th. It's as good as Instalates. (laughs) Instalates? Nothing's as good as (laughs) But I'll just say this. I know in past podcasts I've chimed in with my overall review. Justin, gump-wise, what do you think of Ozark? Um... I think it's eight and trending upwards. Okay. Like, yeah, I, I could see it getting better. I could did see it I, getting worse, too. Did I hear a Double niner in there? <laughs> no. Trending no, this way. I said eight. Yeah. <laughs> Hard eight. Yeah. Okay. Snap up from 7.5, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right. Um, All right. All right. Where are we at now? So, another... Guys, this is, like, uh, an amazing <laughs> thing, because rarely do we get all of us watching one thing. But we all actually saw two things. Two things! Um, the second thing is It. Um, it was a movie that you might have heard of. It was the highest grossing horror movie of all time now. Have you seen it? Um, have we all have seen it? Have you that? seen it? Have, um, we, have we all seen it? Or is it... Oh. <laughs> oh no. Oh, I thought we all saw it. Oh, man. Sorry <laughs> for misleading you, audience. <laughs> oh, what a twist. That's Shyamalan just left yeah. right now. Um, Shyamalan so, <laughs> just left right now. One of us may not have seen it, um, but we'll leave sorry it up to the person. listener to... Yeah, sorry for that person. We'll leave it up to the uh, <laughs> listener to decide, but um, Rob... Start us off. What'd you think of it? It was pretty damn good. Uh, yeah, no, it was good. I was surprised at how good it was because I wasn't a big fan of the uh, the t- the TV, you know, whatever thing. And this was just like the first part of it. Oh, I'm doing a terrible job right now. <laughs> Bob clearly didn't see it. What I did like about it was. You know how like kind of spooky and creepy it was. I, I'm not a big fan of child actors, and you're I, not. I, yeah, yeah, you know this. Really you know this. Not. So I, it's always it's so easy for me to be like, this movie's stupid because that's kids and it's <laughs> acting. You know, it's, like, it's so easy. And again, yeah, they're freaking kids, but they did as as good as they could. But I like how it just taps into like your childhood, and it really did a good job uh, psychologically tapping into your childhood, what you were afraid of. And how, if you were just in their shoes, what was going on, how scared I would be. And, like, they, they I think yeah. they really slammed... What, what really cracked me up was the Mike character from Stranger Things uh, in this movie. Like He's the best part. I thought he was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> and at the same time, I'm just like, you're the opposite character in Stranger Things. Don't stop cursing. What are you doing? Stop cursing. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just so Watch weird. Mouth, he's like this weird, like, awkward guy in uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. So I think the villain, Pennywise, was amazing. Amazing, amazing. Um, and yeah, overall, it's good. You know, it's not, it's not one of my favorite horror movies of all time. It's not one of my favorite horror movies in like the past six years, but it was very, very enjoyable. I might never watch it again, but I'm okay with that. It's just really, really solid all around. Wow. 
watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> again. Because there was definitely a first time that he watched it. Oh, there it. Yeah, Sure, Rob. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I liked it. Um, I think it was a good update, a good like refresh of the original. Um, so, yeah, uh, Pennywise, the villain, so wise. I gotta say, <laughs> just knocked out of the park. <laughs> He really killed it. Skarsgård, um, yeah, I, who I never would have seen <laughs> in like a villain uh, role, really, really did it. Um, and he's such a good dancer. That dancing scene. You said it. You said it. Oh my goodness. I didn't know he had the boobs. No, so. no, it's good. So. <laughs> What do you, you think, Mike? I, uh, <laughs> I was a fan of his dance moves. Um, I'll say it. I'll say this: it starts off strong. That first scene, I never thought the movie was going to start with a uh, a kid having his limbs ripped off in the middle of the street. Uh, that was a bit graphic. Um, Don't you think that's like a, a staple for horror, mo- like good horror movies? Like that first scene has to be strong. Like think of every like, horror movie that you love. That first scene has to be strong, and it usually is, strong, right? But, like, there's strong, and then there's, like, I feel like there's still, like, things that are taboo in movies, and, like, one of them is brutally murdering a kid. And seeing yeah, it, like, you yeah. can even do it off-screen, like, funny games, they shoot the kid with a shotgun, but you don't see it. Yeah. Um, but you saw the kid get brutally murdered in the middle of the street by Pennywise, the dancing, <laughs> the great moves dancing clown. <laughs> The freestyling um, <laughs> and I, I've actually seen it. I seen I've seen it twice, and I will say wow. this: like the first time you see it, I really enjoyed. The second time, the scares don't live up. But what my favorite my favorite part of the movie is the one-liners. Mm. It was how funny the movie was at times. <laughs> like it's it is yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Um, like when he calls uh, the placebos gazebos, <laughs> mom, you've been giving. Gazebos, <laughs> like just those little lines. Yeah. I, I cracked up. It was funny. It was very funny. But there are scenes that, like, all right. Obviously, it's not a comedy. There's right. scenes that are <laughs> truly terrifying, um, and I think it does do a really good job with that. Um, it doesn't have as great of a replay value, I'll say, as some other mm. horror movies okay. I've seen. But I did enjoy it, and I'm I'm very much looking forward to the uh, the sequel. Yeah. How many gums are we giving it? I give it eight. Mm, okay, six, seven. Six, six and a half. I did like that it was a like a horror movie that was like psychologically scary, not just a bunch of jump scares. That's my you know mo for horror. That's true. It, to be it did have a good amount scary. of jump scares though. Yeah. Yeah, but I felt like it didn't rely on them. So cool. All right. Guess who hasn't seen the movie, listener? Um, <laughs> at the one hour point, we're down to at minimum, oh, maximum one. Still there, yeah. <laughs> maximum one. Guess who hasn't listened to the whole podcast? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to finish off strong with what we've been watching. Let's do a round of that, you know. Round and round we go. Round and around. One at a time, or just as you gum to One at a time. Okay. One at a time. Or maybe, because I forgot what I watched, so I have to look at this right now. Who wants to start? Uh, I'll go with the one I have watched uh, a couple episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, new season started October. Um, I don't know if it's just like how TV has gone since it was first on, but it just it doesn't feel like it doesn't hit the same. Uh, it feels a little forced. Uh, you know, I'll always give it a chance. So like, you know, I don't mind watching. It's not even that long. So like, it's it's not a big deal to 
to catch up on. But like, um, yeah, I don't know. It just it doesn't hit me the same like it used to. Uh, I'm not saying there's no room to get better, but uh, I don't know. I just it, it doesn't feel the same to me. I don't know. Vince, I think you've seen it. Yeah, I I've seen the the first three episodes so far, the ones that have aired so far, and I grew Justin. I feel like I feel like it's just very forced. Like they're they're purposely trying to make Larry more obnoxious and more unlikable than he was in the past. Yeah. But at least in the past, like the beauty of Curb and even Seinfeld is like they're all situations that you can put yourself in the shoes, and like that's what made. LD made Larry like the kind of unspoken hero in the other seasons is like you seen how he reacted in those like you know what I know everyone thinks Larry's a jerk but like I get why he's doing that <laughs> right, right. now like the last episode he's beeping at a cop he's honking at a cop there's no one on earth who's honking especially not now right, no one's honking right, at the cops right, right it's now. 2017 like. yeah go on Larry <laughs> yeah, I know you're old and white but that, it doesn't always work <laughs> I just feel like they're putting them in very unrealistic situations yeah. um, and it's it's not it's not as good I really hope it gets better because yeah. I'm a huge Seinfeld fan I'm a huge Curb fan but um, so far not impressed but yeah. segue I'll tell you something that really didn't impress me um, a <laughs> Horrible du- dumpster fire for a movie called The Kingsland, The Kingsman Two, <laughs> The Kingsland, The Kingsland, The Kingsman Two. Um, I, I told told the fellas before the podcast the only way I can describe the feeling I felt <laughs> after the movie was insulted. I felt insulted that somebody took my ten dollars and. Gave me in exchange this piece of shit movie. <laughs> Especially because the first one, though, like, the first one I'm not going to sit here and say it's, like, an, an award-winning movie, because it's not. But it was entertaining, it was somewhat smart, it was very stylish, it wasn't this stupid bro movie that Kingsland 2 is. But Kingsland 2 is terrible. What shocks me more than anything, well, besides the fact that the movie was able to get made, was the amount of stars that are in this movie. Like, Julianne Moore, Halle Berry, Channing Tatum, Jeff Bridges, all these people are Oscar-nominated, well, not Channing Tatum, Tatum, (laughs) Oscar-nominated or Oscar-winning actors, and they are in one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Um, so, uh. negative one gum. Ooh, negative! Uh, We're going to negative! Don't see it. If you see it, find a way to get your money in the mind back. Like, it's terrible. It's terrible. I caught the movie Girl's Trip, which was hilarious. Uh, have you guys seen this yet? Is that the one with with um, Queen Latifah? Yes. I heard this yeah. really good. Have, this yeah. movie is so good. Um, it, yeah, because there was that m- other movie, Rough Night, that came out with Scarlett Johansson. That, that, really that bad. Shat the bed, apparently. But this one was actually really, really good. It, first and foremost, it's just hilarious. It's just absolutely hilarious. But there is actually a storyline going on that makes sense, and it's very heartfelt. So it's basically like the African-American bridesmaids, and it is it kills it. There's there's some scenes, like you guys have to just watch it so we can talk about it. There's just like two ridiculous scenes that like, oh man, it just, it's just up there with some of the funniest things I've seen on screen. So I highly recommend it. Comedy-wise, 
you know, I would give that a 9 out of 10 gums, but just for a general out of gums, like, you know, I'll give it, you know, 7.5 out of 7.5 gums. Fair. It's a comedy movie. I'll like. never criticize 7.5 gums. <laughs> no comedy movie could be more than 8 gums. 7.5 gums for us is like, it's either like Citizen Kane or like really not that good. Like, I want us to go back and review all the 7.5 gum movies. We should. Were they really 7.5 gums? Like, Seven and a half, seven point four, somewhere in there. Um, <laughs> Do you have anything else? No, I think. Uh, All right, what, what else? Well, no, 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 because Justin, I, I know you. I know you've been watching a little R and M. No, true, true. Oh, okay. Uh, what do you think of the rumor that there's another episode coming? I believe it. I yeah. wait. Are they the, done? The season Supposed ended. Oh, yeah, <laughs> supposedly. I'm like episode six. Okay, okay. I I'm really I have a bad memory. I don't remember. All the episodes, but I think in general it was a pretty good season. Um, yeah, uh, just the fact that they're back after like was it two years? Two year absence, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely necessary. But I don't think I think they picked up where they left off in terms of like how good it was and you know how topical it is. Some of the the, the Ricks and Morty's episode, Morty's Kill Morty's that episode, really uh, good way to talk about things without you know being overt about it. So um, yeah, it was it was good. Makes you think. Um, smart show. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I've also been watching uh, Rick and Morty. I haven't finished the season yet. I still have to watch the last two. The, uh, the toxic personality episode, oh, I yeah. think, is... I, I put that as my top Rick and Morty episode. That one's I so good. I laughed so hard watching that episode. Um, but talk about laughing hard. Do I have a show for you? And then this is the last thing I'll bring up. But um, right before the, the fellas came over... Calling you guys the fellas. Ooh, <laughs> I like being one of the fellas. fellas came over. <laughs> the cast crew. <laughs> the cast crew. I uh, I finished American Vandal. And American Vandal, if you're willing to just take it for what it is, it's it's a satire, it's a spoof on those true crime shows. Um, the crime that is in question the entire show is absolutely ridiculous. Um, it's not it's not like laugh out loud funny, it's not quotable, but it's one of those shows. That it's just like you have to like find amusement from how from how these these characters are. Like the main character Dylan is so stupid that <laughs> you'll you have to get some enjoyment while listening to this guy try to defend himself as he's trying to prove himself guilty of this crime. But it on top of being funny, it does a really good job at creating that mystery aspect to it. Like up until the last episode, I legitimately had no idea who dr- I did. I strong suspicion of who it was. Were you right? I'm not gonna say. Okay. Because you might have the, if you uh-huh. watch it, you might have the same suspicion. I don't want to give it away. Okay, cool. Um, but I had a strong suspicion of who it was, and I you don't they don't give you the reveal until the last ten minutes of the show, and it is a shock when you find out who it is. Um, so they do both sides of it very well, the whole mystery and and the comedy aspect of it, and it's all no namers. That's cool like I you. told him the only person I recognize is a guy. He was like stoner number two in <laughs> yeah. Twenty Two Jump Street. He's yeah. the only recognizable face on okay. the whole show. Um, so was it Netflix? It's Netflix. Yes. Netflix. I'll say this: if you watch the first episode and it's not for you, it's not a show where you, like dig deeper. Like it, it's not. For <laughs> it you. gets you better. <laughs> but if you see the first episode and you enjoy it, watch the rest. It's, it's good. Awesome. Uh, I. Mr. Robot came back, so I'm still watching that. I don't know if you guys watch the show, but it's one of my favorite current shows. It's just one of the most creative shows that I've ever seen. 
it breaks all barriers. Like, there's there's no rules to the show, which is a trippy-ass show like this. It's scary to say that there's no rules. Like, they're breaking the fourth wall. They're making a satire episode. They're doing... They just had, like, this little clip where he gave a complete monologue, the, the season three premiere, and it was all, maybe, in his head, but there was a lot of, like... This is an alternate universe that's happening in Mr. Robot, and there was a lot of Trump stuff going on, like a lot of anti-Trump stuff. That sparked up a lot of controversy uh, on the forums, but it just didn't make sense in the show. Like, it obviously, it doesn't even, Trump doesn't even exist in the right, show, right. but like, they were clearly targeting his monologue that he just went on a rant about government and, you know, institutions and, you know, organizations and everything, like how corrupt everything is, and they're just showing flashes, almost like, just like blips of Trump, and I'm just like, this is really intense, like, this yeah. is so heavy-handed, but that's what they do, and there's, it's just the cra one of the craziest shows I've ever watched, but I, I love it. Some people hate this show now, I've been talking oh, yeah. to some friends, and they're like, this show is so bad, I'm like, I don't know, I love this show, there's something so unique about it, that the mythology of the show may not make sense yet, <laughs> but I have faith that it will. <laughs> it's like, picture like watching like Lost Season 5 and 6 only. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no. You lost me. But you with that, me. like, it's just, but the characters are just so good. And there was a big revelation that happened in the last episode, which was the first episode of Season 3. Okay. That is just going to lead into chaos now. So I watched the first, uh, the first season. The first um, season. First, yeah, season. first season is awesome. You didn't like it? It's not that I didn't like it. I just never picked up the second. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it was interesting. It did seem like one of those like kind of chaotic, and it just seemed like it was then just getting to the tipping point. And that see, I won't spoil it, but the 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 reveal of mm. season one kind of just like makes you wonder it's like where could this go next because like i didn't think not gonna lie that. season two like, struggled because yeah. season one was at such a peak like you said it was like yeah. where does it go from now and it really took him probably half the season just to like you know dig its claws into the dirt again and be like okay this is what we're doing because yeah. they had so much cleaning up to do after what happened after yeah. season one it, yeah. it was there was it was such a mess but now it's kind of like back on track of just utter Awesome chaos. Yeah, I just had so many questions. Yeah. We'll talk about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Is that it? That's it. Well, thanks for listening. If you still made it this far, we'll give you a prize. We always say that. <laughs> prize is in the mail. <laughs> We're hoping to podcast in the near future. <laughs> I can't promise when, but it will happen. It will happen. And we might have some awesome segments coming up. Maybe. Maybe. But for now, we're going to play you off. With Try not to lose we? yourself. This is Eminem's uh, anti-Trump <laughs> track. <laughs> yeah, it's so deep. You really get the song. Call him spaghetti face. Some hate spaghetti. It's no one. It's no one. It's impossible. <laughs>